Choose the browser that puts you first. Microsoft Edge empowers you to browse your way with fast performance, strong security, and innovation that matters. Whether you're shopping, searching, streaming, or just browsing, Microsoft Edge helps you save time, money, and peace of mind. With incredible speed and security, Microsoft Edge makes staying in the flow safer and simple by being tailored to how you manage your browsing and adapting to your preferences. Stay protected with built-in security features that scan and block potentially dangerous sites, check your saved passwords for breaches, and help generate stronger passwords anytime you make a new account. Microsoft Edge offers the highest rated protection against phishing and malware attacks on Windows 10. For younger users, Microsoft Edge also has Kids Mode, which offers a fun, tailored experience with added protection for web users ages 5 to 12. Save money with automatic coupon, price comparison, and price history tools. Make money for yourself or even your favorite causes with cashback and Microsoft rewards in Bing. Explore what awaits when you expect more from your browser with Microsoft Edge and raise your expectations for what the web can be. Microsoft Edge. Security, speed, and innovation built for you. Live by Live has all of your favorite music, and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, it is over. It is over. The Trump presidency, the MAGA movement, it ended yesterday in Washington, D.C., and... Uh, did not end quietly. It ended ugly and it ended uh, with a bang. And uh, well, it was not pretty. We got all the details. We, we are prepared to condemn it in the strongest possible terms. And we're going to we're going to do that. And we're going to point out that unlike us, a lot of the p- people upset about yesterday are hypocrites because they don't condemn all the violence. We condemn all the violence and we will do that today. Also, we will uh, tell you about big tech. Big tech's getting, uh, he's feeling it. They're feeling their swagger and they're, they're cracking down on all of us. Uh, the Celtics walked off the floor, which uh, really upset a lot of us because they're not happy. And um, Kurt Schilling, we'll check in with Kurt Schilling, a diehard MAGA guy and a candidate for the Hall of Fame. We'll find out how he thinks he's going to do this year in the vote for Cooperstown. Got all that today on the Callahan Podcast. Brought to you, as always, by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees. No minimum balance. No strings attached. What's better, that with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get, up, get paid up to two days early. Zero monthly maintenance fees. Zero monthly balance. Zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured by NCUA membership required. All right, Colin, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan podcast. All right. I need to know one thing as we begin here. What are the strongest possible terms? I'm, um, I know a few disgusting, reprehensible, nauseating, uh, outrageous, insane, Those are pretty strong terms. Well, I'm going to use those terms. I'm going to condemn what happened in the Capitol building yesterday in the strongest possible terms. I'll give you, Turtle Boy is here. Would you like to condemn it in the strongest possible terms? You can use the same terms or you can come up with your own terms, but I always hear the term strongest possible terms, and I wanted to make sure I use the strongest possible terms. Not the strongest possible. Jerry, the word is disavow. Disavow. Okay, disavow. All right, I do that. Disavow, denounce. 
um, condemn. That's a good, strong term. Would you like to use the strong terms? Uh, yes, I will. Yeah, stick good, good. Now. So, and, and Cullinane, I know you do. You probably don't know what we're talking about, but you probably want to condemn in the sure. strongest possible terms. Which, and I know, you know, Turtle Boy, you're you're with me on this. I'm pretty sure. We are sitting right now, you and me. I mean, we're in separate locations, but we're both in one place. We're at the we're in the moral high ground. We have the moral high ground, and we can do what. Lots of people out there in the media, lots of people in, in politics, what Ayanna Presley and AOC and, and Chris Cuomo and Kamala Harris and Don Lemon, we can do what they can't do. We can be consistent because I'm pretty sure you and me and, and, and all our, most of our listeners and most of our Facebook viewers, I'm pretty sure we, they condemned the violence over the summer, they condemned the violence in, in Minneapolis and Portland and in D.C. They condemned that violence uh, over the summer months in the strongest possible terms, correct? Oh, yeah, very much. Oh, yeah, yes. very much so. You yeah. sure did. When they were burning federal buildings, they weren't breaking into the. Oh, we are consistent, Jerry, unlike them. I like we are consistent, and I, I feel good about being consistent. I feel nauseous about what happened yesterday. I've seen, I mean, hell, I just watched the video for the first time this morning. Of uh, of Ashley Babbitt being shot, there is video, which I assume means that that security or that cop or whoever shot her will be held accountable because we could see him shoot her. There's a bunch of witnesses and there is video. If you haven't seen it yet, Ashley Babbitt is one of the protesters. Wait a minute! Wait a minute. Somebody died. Somebody died. Which but I was told that if the protesters were black, somebody would have died. Would be shot. I wonder, and I've I've been on Twitter, and you know, obviously going back and forth with some of these people. I I, I responded to Ice T, who said what you said, and then Chris Evans and all the usual suspects, the celebrities, the athletes, saying if they were black. Well, in many of the riots over the summer, they were black, and they didn't get shot. And 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 obviously, sometimes they do. Yesterday, they did. And and Ashley Babbitt was not black, but she was an unarmed female. And I know if she were uh, there for Black Lives Matter or for Antifa or for uh, against Kavanaugh or she were there uh, and she hated Trump, I know we would hear her whole story today. She's a mother. She's a right. she's a wife. She's a 14 year veteran in the Air Force. And we would know the name of the cop who killed her. Yes. And, and I'm one. Uh, well, that I, when, when did you post that video on Twitter? That was the first time I saw it, Jerry, when you I, retweeted it. When did that come out? Just this morning is when yeah. I when I saw it. And the guy who took it <laughs> is not a MAGA guy. The guy who posted it is a uh, is an agitator, from what I understand. But that's the, neither here nor there. We can get to that. But um, uh, the, the way she is just discarded, hell, they took a knee in the NBA. And I want to get to this, too, this old you know, protest from the NBA last night. The Celtics walked off the court in protest. And as I said, you know, who cares? I mean, there are more important things. These guys are so just full of themselves. The whole idea that you are going to walk off the court and anyone gives a damn as the capital is being invaded, as we're having this not so peaceful transition. There's a lot of important things going on here. And these NBA guys think they take, if they take a knee, it somehow matters, but they're literally, they took a knee for Jacob Blake last night because the cops, as we know, who shot him, when he resisted arrest, when he tried to steal his, his ex-girlfriend. Was that who they took a knee for? 
Jacob they took Blake. a knee for Jacob Blake, not for Ashley Babbitt, which I understand. They they don't care. Uh, you know, if, to be honest, you'll hear from Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr and and uh, Brad Stevens, and they won't even know her name. It won't matter that a mother, a wife, an Air Force veteran was shot dead, an unarmed, I'm sorry, an unarmed Air Force veteran was shot dead, which I think should matter to everybody. She shouldn't have been there. Of course, she shouldn't have been there. But most people who get shot you know, by cops, <laughs> you would say shouldn't have been there, right? I mean, it's at protests or yeah. Like I have no sympathy for this woman whatsoever. Like, don't participate in riots if you don't want to get shot. No, I do. You don't have sympathy. She's dead. I mean, if no, she, got- you could care less if she's dead. So That'd you think you think you think that that calls for the death penalty, trespassing in a federal? Sure. Would you care if any Black Lives Matter like assholes were shot? Like, of course, of course, I would. An unarmed protester? Yes, of course, I there would. There was also there was also a million videos like that exact same one. Like, why why was she the only one where a gun was drawn? And so, I know a gun was drawn, but why was she the only one shot at? Right outside the Senate chambers. It, 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 it's incredible if you haven't seen it. You could see the arm. I guess you can't see the entire officer. You could see his arm. You could see the protesters. They're outside this closed door where the windows are broken, and they're pushing and they're doing what what you know trespassers do. And he yeah. just pulls the gun and shoots her. How did they know she down. Was there was a lot of people with guns there? No, yesterday. I mean, you could see her. You could see her laying there. Um, I don't know that there were a lot of people with guns. I think, I think it was hard because most of them flew in. Wouldn't you say most of them flew into DC? So I, I don't think you could buy one for them. You know, to bring their whole. Arsenal. She's from San Diego. She's a military veteran. She probably is a, a gun person, but I don't think you can bring them to D.C. when you fly in the day before. But anyway, I, I maybe we'll find out all the details. I hope we do. I hope this cop is, is held accountable. Oh, for what? For for just you got it. Did you see the video? Yeah, I've seen the video. They're, they're on the other side of the door and he just shoots. Don't participate right and you won't get shot. How hard is this to understand? Okay, so you think if you go to a riot, yes, you should, arm, be, you like, should die. You are t- you are certainly taking a risk that what if, you should die. What, what, if he had, what if he had an automatic weapon? He just took everybody out. Would you be okay with that? Okay, go full go full Kent State. I don't care. Okay? <laughs> I do. Don't I go do. to riot. I have no I sympathy whatsoever for rioters. Right. We get your point. I don't think we she needed to die. I think that there's a way that you know that the risks that are going into that situation when you show up to something like that, I don't think you think you're going to die. Yeah, I don't think, you know, I don't think Black Lives Matter or Antifa should, should die. I mean, I'm okay with tear gas or rubber bullets or beanbags or whatever it takes to, to quell the, the riot, but just open See, I'm fire. Of the, I'm of the No Lives Matter movement, Jerry. That's my movement. Not All Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. No Lives Matter. If you participate in a riot, I don't care if you live to see tomorrow. I, 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 okay, I'm, then you taught me. You, you condemn yeah. it in more strong terms. I condemn it in the strongest possible. I thought I want them all arre- uh, arrested. I think today you're going to see that. I think it was easy to identify these people. Um, we, w- there's one thing, these people that stormed the Capitol, I don't know that they were all MAGA people. Most of them were, there were agitators, outside agitators and all that. But I don't think there was a lot of brain power involved here because it's all on camera. That guy, good job, Cullinane. This guy, if you're, if you're just listening, we're putting up the, the video of this guy in Nancy Pelosi's office behind her desk. And I guess this one thing we have, uh, going for uh, law enforcement has going for them. Hell, you know, law-abiding people have going for them is these are not, this picture's incredible. Hold on. We got the picture of the guy hanging 
from the, the wall about to go down to the well of the uh, Senate floor. He um, is going to be identified. He doesn't look like a MAGA guy, by the way. <laughs> a lot oh, of these people, a lot the- of the people don't look like MAGA guys, but so what? So what? They're, they're criminals. Anyway, the guy in, in Nancy Pelosi's office has already been identified. He's from Arkansas. The good thing we have going for it, they don't wear masks. <laughs> they're not mask people, so they're easy to identify. The guy with the Vikings, the horns. That's a QAnon guy. That's an actual QAnon, QAnon guy. He's a, a, a Trump supporter. He's a right winger, but he's a total conspiracy nut. He's going to be arrested today, correct? Yeah, and he probably won't care. Be high on peyote or something, you and, know. And I'll just predict that he won't be bailed out as quickly as the rioters in Minneapolis that that Kamala. And that's the difference, Jerry. Is the is the fact that every single prominent Republican yesterday condemned this? Every single one, every, yeah, yeah, including me and you. Right. I mean, and, including and the media fueled on the. Not only did they fuel it on, encourage it, speak outside of it. They also uh, Kamala Harris shared the bail fund, and on top of that, how you answer me this, Jerry. How is this any different from the Kavanaugh hearings? It's well, it's more violent. They were vandals. That's the difference. I mean, it, it's not unprecedented that the the protesters stormed the Capitol. They did it just a couple of years ago for Kavanaugh. There's plenty of video. Right, they, they, did it, they did it in big numbers. Mom, shrieking about like, you, let me tell you about that time in 1984 yeah. when I drank too much. It's like they're just yelling at Jeff Flake, cornering him in elevators, bullying you. It was the same goal. To subvert democracy, to subvert the democratic process of a president picking the Supreme Court justice and the Senate confirming him—that was their goal. And now, right. and like literally, there were senators outside giving speeches to the mob, urging them to do this. Correct. And it's—I heard a number of people, aside from saying, you know, if they were Black Lives Matter on Tifa, they would have shot them. They did shoot them. But we're moving on. You're right. They did it for Kavanaugh. And people conveniently forget. Hell, I forgot it until I saw the video and all the photographs. They did it in greater numbers. But the difference is, I will say this, they didn't vandalize the place. I mean, these people literally smashed windows and broke things and went in Nancy Pelosi's office and ripped it apart and went on the Senate floor. But I do think another difference is they will be brought to justice. There is a double standard here. This guy, although he has a mask on, He's going to be identified. The FBI has already put out the call asking for help identifying them, and they're getting it. There's lots of law-abiding Trump supporters, MAGA people who are disgusted by this, sickened by this, including me, you, this guy, this asshole with the Viking helmet, the painted face, um, is going to be arrested today. I assume he's not going to be able to just go to the airport in that costume and go home. They're, they're, the difference is these people will be brought to justice. And you know what? There will be no uh, conservatives. There'll be no Republican politicians bailing them out. Yeah, there's going to be no bail fund for them. And, and, and I will say I had my, my fun on Twitter fighting with people uh, last night. Um, and, but nothing drives me crazier than these, the, the double standard that is just accepted. It's just okay for, for Ayanna Presley, who literally called for violence in the streets. Unrest in the streets. She literally said, we need unrest in the streets as long as there's unrest in our lives. She she applauded, celebrated, supported, um, endorsed the violence. So did AOC, by the way. AOC, yesterday, uh, there's a tweet of her uh, supporting the violence over the summer. Yeah, her, her office contacted Twitter and asked them if they could take it down and make it impossible to retweet or or. 
uh, uh, like it. They didn't want to take it down. They can take it down. Uh, apparently, uh, I don't know what she asked. Uh, what uh, can, can you photo stop a Photoshop tweet from uh, being retweeted? I don't know. Well, did you mean a, a screenshot? No, they can't. I mean, sorry, Photoshop screenshot from being retweeted. So had they, um, they, they, they called Twitter and said, "Can we get everybody's copy of the world?" Uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, but but it, it is amazing to me that they. Uh, I mean, they didn't ignore violence over the summer. They stoked it. They supported it. Oh, totally. And, and I realize they weren't breaking into the Capitol, but they were burning a federal courthouse in, 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 in Portland. They were burning a police station to the ground in Minneapolis. And the people who did that were bailed out by Kamala Harris. That's Dave just put this photo up on our, on our screen on, the, on Facebook. That's Washington, D.C. a couple of months ago yeah. on fire. They should have called it, oh, Jared. What if they had just called it uh, the Capitol Building, East Chaz? Would it be allowed then? Good question. And and, and I know it's it comes across as we're we're uh, uh, whatever ignoring or allowing or not denouncing the violence. Bull. We are. I am. You are. It's disgusting what these people did. It's disgusting. And it's I would. Hope for, you don't think it's kind of funny? Some of those pictures. There's a lot of humor yesterday. I mean, there was there was incredible photographs. I tweeted this out too. This should this should be they should be handing out Pulitzers. Like these I, I assume they I assume they will, depending on who you took the photo for. If you took it for yeah. the New York Times, you'll win a Pulitzer. If you took it for the Daily Caller, you won't. But the picture of that stupid Viking guy in the in the well of the Senate, or the picture the guy hanging off the wall there. I mean, amazing photographs, and I I'm glad the the FBI and the authorities are using them right now to, to arrest these people. And the difference, again, the difference is when they get arrested, when they arrest that guy who's sitting in Nancy Pelosi's office, the guy from Arkansas, I will applaud it. I will, I will say, throw the book at him. I will, if they, if he goes to prison, I'll say, good. That's the difference because when left wingers, when, when Antifa did this, they got bailed out by people on their side. We don't want anyone bailed out. There's no conservative. You mentioned no no um, uh, politician, no senator, no congressman who is not condemning this. There's no person, Turtle Boy. There's no, there's no media person. Jerry, what about Josh Halle and Ted Cruz? Did you know that they still voted after this? A lot of them, even Kelly Leffler changed her mind. What's up with that? You are basically tacitly endorsing rioting, Jerry. They, okay, show me someone. Forget tacit. Show me someone who does what Ayanna Presley, AOC, Chris Cuomo. I mean, we know that that clip that's got that's gone viral. That's that was dug out yesterday. Where Chris Cuomo says, "Show me where protests are supposed to be peaceful." I mean, it's obviously the dumbest thing that dummies ever said. It's in the First Amendment, you moron. But he was not just looking the other way. That would be one thing. He is supporting violence. He is endorsing violence. That's what Chris Cuomo did a few months ago. So we now too many see the protests as the problem. No, the problem is what forced your fellow citizens to take to the streets, persistent and poisonous inequities and injustice. And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite. And oh, the next word, you, you cut it off. The next word is peaceful. It says in the first amendment, peaceable, but close enough. This idiot was supporting 
the people who burned a police station to the ground. Don't you get it, Jerry? You're allowed. It depends on why you want to riot. You're allowed to riot as long as you believe that your justification is is moral. Then you can go ahead and riot. And he believes that this is such a there's such a big problem in this country of an average of ten unarmed black men in a country of three hundred million being killed by police every year is a huge problem that it's worth rioting. It's worth it. Right, and that's one side. The other side is no, we're not. We're not uh, uh, making excuses. We're not nitpick. We're just saying we condemn all these hooligans. Anybody who breached the the Capitol uh, and 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 trashed the Capitol and 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 you know ran through the place and 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 you know vi- trespassed. Those people are scum. All right, those people are scum. They are scum, absolutely. And there, and what the people on the other side want to do, particularly in the media, all the, you know, CNNs and MSNBC people, they are looking for somebody, like, you know, on, like them on the other side who says, you know, show me where they're supposed to be peaceful. They want that. They're not going to get it. There, there's a double standard here. Those people support lawlessness, criminals. Hell, they bail them out. Kamala Harris. 13 people in Joe Biden's office during the uh, campaign contributed to that bail fund, that Minneapolis bail fund. As we know, a bunch of barstool people contributed to the bail fund. They bailed out the people who burned the police station down, who ruined AutoZone, who shot David Dorn to death. They bailed them out. Show me somebody on the other side who's bailing out Viking man there. Anybody? Anybody yeah, contributing right. to a bail fund to bail out the Viking man? If you thought yesterday, like if you thought Charlottesville was bad, Jerry, this is going to be. You're never ever going to hear the end of about what happened yesterday. Ever. Correct. You're like this is going to be used nonstop. And the question is, how do you handle this moving forward? How do conservatives handle this? Because this was a very bad day for conservatives yesterday. This was, yes. I mean, the Donald Trump presidency and the legacy, which was quite good in my opinion and in your opinion, uh, leading up to this. He is destroying it. He's burned to the ground. What he did to Mike Pence yesterday is unforgivable. Mike Pence has been the most loyal, like, you know, I mean, he's, he's Mike Pence. He's the guy that doesn't go out to dinner without his wife because he's that loyal. And you're going to do that to him. He helped balance the ticket. He's had your back the whole time. And you turn on him. Screw you, Donald Trump. I mean, he is embarrassing himself. I literally wrote this down. The bright side, um, the bright side to yesterday. And there's not many bright sides, but it is a clean break. For, for all of us from Donald Trump and his presidency and, and the Trump family. And I'll tell you, it started <clears throat> before the uh, riots at the Capitol. Donald Trump Jr. made a speech and he was totally unhinged. I mean, I don't know. It was Rudy. <laughs> and so it was Rudy. You're absolutely right. And they essentially said, if you're not in us, in with us to the end, and it, you know, essentially it was already over at that point, then screw you. We're coming to get you. And I'm thinking, wait a second. There are a lot of good people who are ready to move on, including, as you point out, Mike Pence, a lot of, you know, senators, congressmen, a lot of people were like pulling, they were with Trump all the way, but at some point, and that was, you know, before, before yesterday, they said, we're ready to move on. And Donald Trump said, Donald Trump Jr. said, if that's, if you're, if you're with them, we're coming to get you. And I'm like, come on. And, and, and if you're not worried about the damages causing the conservatives, and that's just the thing. I'm more worried about what Trump's going to do to conservatives because he will run in 2024. We no. cannot have him as a candidate. It's toxic. And hey. my worry is that we have, there's a lot of bright 
young potential guys. Like, what if Ron DeSantis is running for president? Ron DeSantis is awesome. Uh, and then Trump decides to go a little, little Marco on him and just destroy him. Then what's going to happen? I, mean, I, I will answer that. I will answer that. That's the that's what I was talking about. That's the point I was trying to make is this is the bright side. There's not a lot of brights again, but what it has done is given us a clean break from and when this happened yesterday, you know what I was thinking? Okay. We're done with uh, the Trumps. We're done with the Trumps. That was an, it was a great four years. We had never a dull moment. He accomplished a lot of good things, but we're making a clean break and the next guy, whoever it is, DeSantis or Hawley or Gnome, they will get the support of many of the MAGA people, the who you know, the law-abiding MAGA people, not the Viking man, maybe, but Donald Trump can't run in 2024. After yesterday, I think what, what was clear is people are moving on. They're moving on from the from the madness. And he's not he's no longer I don't know what the polls are going to show, but I feel like he's no longer the leading candidate. Uh, you and I were both ready to move on anyway, because he'll be 78 and it was time for some fresh blood. But I do think that he lost a lot of support going forward. Um, and it, it is it, when he made the, the plea for peace and told people to go home in peace. I thought that was the best we could expect from Donald Trump. He was saying I, they stole the election from him, but go home. Let's right. There's like a, like I listened to that too. I'm like, he starts it off by complaining about, like, first of all, he lost. I mean, he lost the election, Jerry. And it, whether or not it was fair or whatever, he lost the election, period. And so it, it, failure to just say that makes these people further think, because these are not our best, Jerry. These are not, we're not sending our best. <laughs> this thing yesterday. These are the dumbasses. They are, like, you have no idea how many people are on my freaking page. You know, I have any slight criticism of Trump. They're on there saying, uh, like, oh, you communist, you know, you're liberal, you're libtard, like all this stuff. These people are brainwashed, and Donald Trump knows it, and he's on them. But they will move on. They will move on. He'll be 78. He's not going to be the leading candidate. He's not going to be the nominee in four years. I wasn't sure about that till yesterday, but I'm sure about that now. And by the way, he today, this morning, has come out and said, that he's ready to move on and he's, there will be a peaceful transition, but you can't see that anywhere because he's been banned by all of, he yep. can't tweet it. He can't put it on Facebook. He can't put it on Instagram. They've all banned him, suspended him. So his spokesperson, I think it was Dan Scarvino released the statement saying he, there will be a peaceful transition. He's given up. He's going to bitch and moan and kick and scream, but he's given up. And I think yesterday was, Sadly, it was like the nail in the coffin for the MAGA. Well, do you know who the favorite in Las Vegas is right now to win the Republican nomination in 2024? Um, it, is it still Trump? It's Donald Trump. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I bet you it's going down. I'm going to bet after yesterday it is going down. There are lots of people like you and me. You know, yeah, I'm not going to say we're. I wasn't going to support him in 2024 anyway. Well, neither was I. But there yeah. were people like you and me who know, who feel like that's it. We're done. It's over. Um, it's It's not it's not exactly the neatest, cleanest way to transition, but it's happening. It's, yes, a problem, Jerry. it's like you, there are, there is a significant amount of voter turnout that Donald Trump brings that nobody else does. We saw that in Georgia the other day, a hundred thousand or so Republicans that showed up two months ago, couldn't be bothered to show up for Kelly Lafleur and David Perdue. And it cost like David Perdue beat John Ossoff by a hundred thousand votes. In I November. believe it was 88,000. Yeah, it, right. it was pretty big. Pretty he beat big him by 88,000 uh, two months ago. 
comfortable win. And then two months later, the same Democrats show up, but Republicans don't because Trump is not on the ballot. That's going to be a problem. That okay, that's a problem. It's a problem, but you know, we'll address it when we see who the nominee is and see who his opponent is. I guess it'll be you know Kamala, who will you know our forty seventh president, but she'll be a disaster. And and we'll see. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> this one thing we know is, and I know I realize that the Democrats are loving this. Liberals are loving it. Joe Scarborough and, you know, Andrew, uh, I mean, uh, Chris Cuomo, they're loving what they had yesterday, what they saw yesterday. China's loving what we saw yesterday, you know? So that they can't get enough of this, this chaos. They're enjoying it. They pretend they're outraged, but they're delirious. They're, they're so happy, but it won't last. I mean, the, it, it, you know, we'll move on. Trump, we were, we, you and I were moving on anyway. But I do think, you know, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump and all the, you know, the whole crowd, they're done. I mean, Lindsey Graham gave a speech. I think he had a couple of pops before he gave it, but it was very animated, colorful speech. And he just said, you know, it was a hell of a ride with Donald Trump, but it's over. And I think he spoke for a lot of people, particularly in that chamber. When he was saying it, said so there's a lot of people who appreciated what Trump did, but they, but it's over. They're moving on, and I do think yesterday, as ugly as it was, it feels like that the day we we all you know put through the dirt on the on the Trump uh, phenomenon just said it's over. We're moving on. You think Trump is going to be out there four more years, like doing rallies at 78 and really energizing the base? Because I don't. I think it's over. I think you will. Yes. I think you're underestimating how much of an egomaniac. I mean, the fact that this is still going on, Jerry, like that, that he's still pushing, like he yesterday was 100% his fault. Do we agree with that? Well, 100%. Um, I will say uh, it's largely his fault. I get some right, other right. questions. I have some other questions about what happened and who was, uh, you know, who was leading this insanity. Um can you explain to me? I've been there a lot. I, my, my daughter lived there. I, I love that whole area. I love the capital, the D, you know, the whole DC experience. I felt like if I threw a, you know, a piece of gum wrapper on the ground, there'd be a, there'd be a cop there, you know, telling me to pick it up. It feels like the most secure place in the world. I never imagined you could just walk in. Was this, and I know the mayor of DC Bowser, she told her people to stand down. She was hoping for this kind of thing. Were there other people that were that that felt like I heard Scarborough today go on this rant about how it was a failure of law enforcement? Was it a failure of law enforcement? Why did why was this? Why did this happen? How did this happen? I mean, have you seen the videos? I mean, it's pretty wild. The videos of them storming the Bastille. The cops tried to stop them, and I'm not going to lie. I saw some of them, but I I got another question for you. Why didn't they just lock all the doors? Well, my daughter asked that this morning. We're watching the news, and she's like, "Why are these people doing that?" And I'm like, "Well, they're mad because they want Donald Trump to be president." And she goes, and she's seen breaking the window. She goes, "Why they don't just go in the door?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm maybe it was locked. I don't know the answer to that question." I've, ne- I've never seen in real life the break through the window and then use your hand to open up the other side of right. the window. I've never seen that in real life. Home alone. I, I mean, I think here's a, here's another question I had. What if they did it at the other end of? Uh, Pennsylvania Avenue and, and tried to do that at the White House. Uh, that would be. Uh, you I mean, can't do it at the White House, right? I've seen the movies. It's got a gate, and it's not the same thing. This is the. No, they talking this about past the gate. And could they go to the White House and like walk in the door and go into like the Lincoln bedroom? Your answer to that is, of course not. Yeah. Correct. The question is like, what? I think nobody's talking about this. 
what is, like what was on the computers of Nancy Pelosi? What if she has like sensitive information in there and stuff like that? The, the mob now has access to it all. Like that's that's crazy. That, that, to me, if you asked me yesterday at this time, I could say that is one hundred percent impossible to breach yeah, you know, the front gate. <laughs> you showed me yesterday morning a picture of a guy. I, I would say that can't happen. I've been there. I've been around there. And and again, if you thought you could do it. At the White House, I mean, just say it was, you know, it's not, you know, not Donald Trump. Some president, they don't like the, this MAGA crowd, this Viking man. And he said, let's go to the White House. You'd say impossible, right? Yeah, of course. So how is it possible at the Capitol? Because it's not I mean, the same thing. Because Capitol well, doesn't have so- secret service. It just it does. So you knew, but you knew what was coming. Yet, not you didn't know that was coming specifically yesterday. But you knew the protests that was going on yesterday. You knew what the day was yesterday. So you would have thought that more resources would have been allocated all over the city at that point, right? I was there for the uh, the tram inauguration four years ago. It was it was wild, and I love the idea that they were peaceful. They they made pink pussy hats and walked around and protest. There were protests everywhere. There was this limo in front of the Trump Hotel on fire. Um, and but there were cops everywhere. I mean, every different level too, local, state, uh, or DC, federal, then different agencies and ATF guys and Secret Service guys, and they're just everywhere. And I'm looking at this thing yesterday. I'm saying, so you have this big protest. You got a lot of crazy, you know, hooligans r- r- you know, roaming the streets. Don't they say, here's an idea. Let's lock the place down. Was that even considered? I mean, uh, I'm not. Uh, I, I, like I said on Twitter, I'm not a conspiracy theory. I hate conspiracy people. I hate Alex Jones. By the way, when I was there for the, uh, for the uh, inauguration, Alex Jones was right there and he was doing this report and he was on the Capitol Hill steps and I was looking around. He has a whole big crew with him and I was looking around at, it was at night and I said, there's gotta be, you know, security and cops watching every move he makes. Cause he's Alex Jones. Same spot yesterday. They just walked through the friggin' door. <laughs> I, well, those are, those are, you're talking huge, huge event inauguration, the RNC, the DNC, all of those, uh, all of those had like the fencing was fucking right. 12 feet high. You know what I mean? Like it was, well, they, tore, they tore down some fencing yesterday. I saw the video and I'm going, wait a second. You can't do that. You can't tear down fencing. That's there to protect the Capitol, but they could, they did. And I, I assume <clears throat> I saw the latest arrest numbers or what? 50 something. Um, I, I thought, uh, they, they could arrest everybody. I just thought we had the the resources, the manpower to arrest everybody, but I guess we don't. And th- that was surprising to me. I mean, it, it looked fun. I got to be perfectly honest with you. Like when I saw people running in, if I was like in the back of the mob, I, I'd probably run into. I would never. I would never. I'd be so afraid of that. Like federal charges. Like, yeah, but you know, you'd wear the mask and all that. Mm-hmm. It would be fun to run around a little bit. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I mean, you're, you're a wacko. You're a wacko. You're a wacko. You're it would wacko. be fun. Like running. Th- when are you going to get to do that again? Yeah. Never. 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 And yeah, never, never but I do think again. Like, it, I mean, it'd be fun to do it with Antifa in Portland because you know there's no consequences. And if you were just to trash a you know, a store, you'd say, or steal stuff or loot, because you know there are no consequences if you are Antifa. If you are MAGA, you know there are consequences, and there will be. I do think we'll see a lot of arrests today. Hell, can't they just get, uh, you know, the photographs and, and wait at the airport for most of these guys? I mean, they're not D.C. people. They they flew in. You have, the flight, you have the flight log from that Mitt Romney uh, trip. <laughs> right, right. That's it right there. I'm, Mitt, Mitt, I mean, I'm, all for, I'm all for taking my hat off to Mike Pence. He was the hero yesterday. He looked he good. 
going forward, he's going to have a great reputation, whatever he does, whether it's, you know, running. He, unfollow, he unfollowed Trump on Twitter yesterday. No, did he? Yes, he did. He is coming out of this looking great. Unfortunately, so is Mitt, which is too bad because Mitt's a weasel, only cares about himself. Mitt never looks great. Mitt looks like the same predictable you. At least what Mike Pence did is somewhat of an act of courage turning against his own administration. Whereas Mitt, that's his thing is like, oh, let me guess. You're going to be like, uh, here's Mr. Principled again with his tapered jeans up here talking about how we need you know civil civilized discourse with our Democratic colleagues. Like, shut up, Mitt. You're so predictable. Um, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Kamala Harris literally ha- asking people to donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund to yep. bail out the people who burned down a police station. So I'm just going to say this. I'm going to try to ignore a lot of these people, but I will lose my mind in the next few days watching, hearing from the likes of Ayanna Presley and Kamala Harris and Chris Cuomo and Joe Scott, all these people who applauded violence who applauded rioters and looters for months and months. Hell, Joe Biden didn't condemn the violence until it started hurting him in the polls. And I believe that was September. I mean, after the long, hot winter uh, summer where, you know, you burned down city blocks in Minneapolis and Portland. After that, Joe Biden, uh, you remember famously Don Lemon said, he's got to come out against this because it's hurting us in the polls. And he did. And she did. But that was after they bailed the people out who, who, who burned down a police station, destroyed AutoZone, destroyed lives. And, and Yeah, I mean, like, can we act – can we stop pretending like what happened yesterday is unprecedented? Like, I learned it from watching you, Dad. Essentially, that's what happened here. They, they – like, okay, so institutions – some institutions are revered, like the Capitol. That's revered. You can't do that. But you can burn down a police station. Let's not forget, they literally shut down a federal courthouse in Portland for, like, a month. Like they blockaded it all for a month. They did it two nights ago. They tried to burn down everything in in Portland two nights ago. They're still doing it. And it's just routine. It's like, yeah, well, that's them. That's Antifa. That's BLM. That's what they do. And nobody, you know, the NBA doesn't take a knee when they burn down a federal courthouse or burn down a police station or, you know, shoot an off duty or a retired cop like David Dorn. They don't, they don't walk off the court or take a knee. They only take a knee when a bunch of hooligans stormed the, the Capitol. And as far as I could tell, you know, that uh, we know uh, Ashley Babbitt was killed and we know there were a couple other people who died. One, one apparently fell off one of the, you know, fell to her death or his death. We'll learn more today, but I don't think any cops or, you know, Capitol police or security died. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's no. funny. I don't care. I think that's funny. Call me cold hearted. want you. You participate in a riot, and then you call. You get killed by gravity. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't. Well, I'd like to know some more details before I laugh at somebody. You know, dying. Maybe yeah, I, don't, I don't want to hear that. Like the Capitol Police push them to, and that's hell <laughs> or some shit. Don't go to a riot. Well, can I? Can I add Doc Rivers to my list? Doc Rivers saying that. What if these people were black? Well, I mean, some of them were. By the way, you know, the 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 there were. You know, women, kids, there were a lot of older folks. I don't know if you heard some of the witness say, witnesses saying the difference is there were a lot of people, you know, like my age there, old MAGA people, old Trump, Trumpkins, who uh, I guess, are, you know, trespassed. But um, I don't think they burned anything down. I don't think they killed any cops, which is different from the uh, riots this summer. So we will spend the next few days listening to hypocrites like like. AOC and Ayana and Cuomo and the whole crew, hypocrites, one after another, 
condemning in the strongest possible terms this violence, but not that violence. We, It'll we, be- put, up, we put up the picture of D.C. What was that, May? when we Earlier in the show, I put that up. I didn't get one text during those protests and during those riots from and friends and family saying, are you watching this right now? Yesterday, I must have got 10 of them from different people saying, are you seeing what's happening right now? And to, to your point, Terrible, I know that's not the U.S. Capitol building, but it's still there's it's chaos going on. And nobody back then said a word. The the photos are unbelievable. They'll live forever. They'll win awards. I mean, obviously, because it hurts Trump and helps helps Biden. So they'll really go viral. But they are amazing photos. They are. It's amazing video. And I'm glad this guy is probably already in custody. This fool. <laughs> Look at that guy. Look at that's living the life. Right? That, worth it. That's, that's the photo. Worth it. Worth if you, it. If you can't see it. It's the photo of the guy from Arkansas taking a kicking back, putting his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. And you also have that photo where they you got undercover or plain clothes cops with their guns drawn, and they're protecting the congressman and senator, and they have their guns drawn at the door where the people are trying to storm the storm the bastille and you're saying when i saw that i said it's amazing only one person died but i'm sorry turtle boy uh she didn't have to die she the guy shot her through a door and she was unarmed and the people with her are unarmed you mean like brianna taylor brianna taylor was unarmed brianna taylor you know uh you know her boyfriend shot a cop i'm sure there were some people in that crowd who had guns jerry and the police had no idea whether or not she had a gun we we seen any reports of any of the 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 looters, not looters, rioters, trespassers? Uh, with the guy had knives. The guy, the guy with the Viking hat, he had like big spears. Like spears. <laughs> <laughs> like, that that guy was not trying to, uh, you know, go under the radar. <laughs> he was, I something tells me that guy might not be all there, Jerry. Something no, and, and I, I've seen some of the guys who cover, you know, rioting. The you know the Andrew uh, Andy knows and uh, Drew Hernandez were tweeting. Uh, about him saying he's everywhere. He's a Q- QAnon guy. Yeah, because it's stuff like written popular, on him. Their popular right wing thing yesterday, which I had to make a statement correcting, is all the stuff about. Well, these are just paid Antifa protesters that are subverting. It's like you guys sound so stupid. I'm no, there is. Way. There were some agitators. I don't know if they're Antifa, but there are people like you could see that aren't MAGA people in the middle of it. But that's you know what. That's to be expected. I, that, you know, if you're if you're one of the MAGA people storming the gate, you can't you know check credentials of everybody. There are people like you who just thought it looked like fun. I mean, yeah, it kind of did. But I feel like you know, like stop it, like believe. It's like this inability for Trump people to just admit that there's some crazies in the movement as well. And we saw them yesterday. This is not the, right. this is not representative of most Trump voters and most Trump supporters. Most people just liked his policies. And if he had just stuck with that, by the way, he would have been reelected. If he just stay off of Twitter and like stop appealing to these idiots, he could have possibly won re-election. Right. And um, but again. It feels like the end. Uh, and if you haven't seen the video when they're just getting through the gate or through the past the, uh, you know, the, the barriers the first time, there's your example of crazy MAGA people because they're all uh, got the MAGA hats and shirts and, and flags and they're fighting with cops. I mean, one guy literally takes his red MAGA hat, turns it around like, like Cullinane, wears it backwards, and he's ready to fight a cop. That's not a... A Tifa guy. That's not a left wing agitator. About, I, might have, I might have that here. And how about the cop who comes out of nowhere and just starts throwing haymakers at these guys? Hold on, let me yeah, see. But he's that cop's got balls because he is outnumbered. Oh right? my god, is he ever? And there's only two others with him. I think. And-
Just the right Turtle right Boy there. thinks they should have opened fire and killed them all, right? Full Kent State. I don't care. I have no, I have no, don't go to pro, don't do this. Don't, don't be involved in stuff. Don't go to riots. How hard is it not to go to a riot? Uh, have you looked at the video of, um, of uh, Ashley Babbitt being shot? It, it's, oh my God, I'm just looking at it again. It's, it's just, you know, there's nobody armed. They're just pushing against the door. He's on the other side of the door and you could see it. Unfortunately, it's, it's out there. I mean, I, I just looked at it again. I'm sorry, Turtle Boy. Uh, she didn't have to die in that situation. I'm sorry. That, I mean, what? it's like, so don't go. I mean, how hard is this to understand? Don't go to a riot. Is I, I don't want this woman to be like a martyr for the movement. That's what I don't want. You don't have to worry about it. She's a Trump supporter. She can't be a martyr. No, I don't want I don't want the right to embrace this woman. That's what I'm worried I, about here. All right. We, um, uh, there's so much to get to here, but, uh, I mean, first thing we want to do is take the high, take the moral high ground. Cause we have every right to, cause we've condemned all the violence, but here's, and I do think if you're, I think we can agree on one thing that we can all condemn the violence and we can all agree. This absolutely brings an end to, to, to Donald Trump's administration. Donald, the Donald Trump, um, phenomenon it's over i'm sorry turtle boy you think he's gonna run again he's not gonna win he's not gonna have support people like me and you are moving on you and me, me i'm and worried I. about the destruction he will do to like legitimate viable candidates that's what i'm hey, worried about that that could happen but he's not himself a viable candidate and by the way neither is donald jr or eric or maybe laura trump can run in north carolina but you got some good candidates like people like uh, i mean josh holly might be done after this whole fiasco but like no, i don't think so i think he redeemed himself because He's very articulate too, and he's got yeah, a lot okay. of energy. So my point is like a guy like Holly or a guy like DeSantis, who seems sharp, young, can win the presidency. What happens when Trump starts giving them nicknames in the primary, Jerry? Um, we we will see, but I don't think the seventy eight year old Trump is going to have nearly the the energy or the the support. I mean, this I again this when you look at yesterday as a whole. The guy, the biggest loser, who, I'm not talking about people who were killed or fell off, you know, you know balconies. I'm talking about politically and, and just to, in their, to their reputation. It's Donald Trump. I mean, he takes the most blame for yesterday, whether it's all his fault or not. It's, it's history will show that this was the end of Trump. And I guess, you know what? We can all say good move on it's you know it 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 was never he was never going to become president after november 4th we know that right we just know yeah. he's going to follow every legal recourse and he did and i don't blame him for that i expect him to do that but yesterday for a couple of reasons because of last night's um certification with trump which happened at 3:32 a.m. with mike pence giving you the numbers um, uh, Biden got 306, 306 electoral votes, just like Trump did four years ago, and boom, hit the gavel and said, Joe Biden's our next president, and on G January 20th, Joe Biden will be president. Kamala Harris, a few months after that, will be president. We've moved on. There's well, here's no my more. question, Jerry. Here's, and, I, and I brought this up before, and I think I think there was like a 50-50 shot sometime in the next 13 days or whatever that Donald Trump will resign and Mike President will be president for like a week, the 46, just so that Joe Biden can't be 46, just so Mike Pence gets to be president for like a week. But he's mad at Pence, and that was so stupid, that part of the speech where he kept saying, oh, Mike Pence, you better do the right thing. And I'm going, he's not going to do that. He would never do that. Everyone knew that. But everyone knew he, he wouldn't do it. Yeah. 
and he wanted him to go on the Senate floor and light himself on fire. And it was never, ever going to happen. It was ridiculous. It was perhaps the dumbest part of Trump's speech yesterday, uh, midday, whatever it was, noontime yesterday. But it's over. Pence looks good. Right. Trump- but like, I, can, I can honestly picture this. Like, do- you think Donald Trump wants to go out on his own terms or when they make him? Because if he leaves on January 21st or whatever, that is him being made to leave. I feel like he's the kind of guy that will resign. Just say the whole system is rigged. I'm out of here. I refuse to leave on their terms. I guess I, I guess I should put nothing past him, but I don't expect that even dumber though, even dumber. And we heard this from a lot of people, including my congressperson, the insane Ayana is impeach him, impeach him. It is January 7th. He has 13 days there. It is so absurd that you're going to impeach the guy who has 13 days left the thought that you could somehow accelerate it. I heard, uh, uh, not, I ever want to say Jeffrey Tubin, but not Tubin, the other Turley, uh, Jonathan Turley, the other, the legal analyst who doesn't whip it out and, and jerk it on, on zoom calls. Jonathan Turley said there are, um, there are delays built in to a, 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 uh, impeachment, uh, proceeding where he has, you know, four days to present this evidence and five days to get, make this argument. You can't do it in, you know, in a week, it can't happen. It won't happen. So it's a waste of time and energy to ask, you know, can you impeach the guy with, with 13 days left? He's going to be gone. I think he will leave. He'll leave kicking and screaming and bitching. And although he won't be on Twitter, he won't be on Facebook. I don't know. Maybe he'll be on Newsmax or, you know, OAN or somewhere or which Hannity saying that they, that he was robbed and he'll maybe he'll always have some supporters. I picture them. I picture his last supporters. I don't even want to. I don't want to say it. I was talking. I was going to talk about the the final days of certain dictator. You know, certain uh, evil dictator. But I don't want to do that because I hate when people do that. But here's where oh, I want Hitler. You mean? Uh, okay, gotcha. Okay, okay. Make sure. Right. Yes. Do you remember? I think it was. Uh, in Blues Brothers with the Nazis drive, the little Nazis, they're like in a little AMC pacer and they drive off the highway that's under construction and they just, that's the last of the MAGA people off the cliff and like, like Thelma and Louise. It's over. Unfortunately, it's not going to end well, but here's where I will defend Donald Trump and anybody and everybody. I'll defend the cop who shot uh, Ashley Babbitt. I'll defend the Viking man. I'll defend the people hanging from the, the the rafters in the Capitol building is there isn't really kind of chilling, unnerving um, opinion out there that you don't have a right to speak. If, if you don't like, I don't like what you have to say. I want to shut you up and it's getting worse and it's going to get worse. You know it better than anybody. I I know you, you know, but I, I, I could not believe that Trump made a plea for peace again. It was his own half-hearted, clumsy, self-serving way. He said, we got robbed, but we need peace. And I don't know if um, if uh, Dave can get it, but um, but but we'll get to we'll get to the uh, we'll get to uh, the freedom of speech that's just under attack from all of us. It is kind of scary. Maybe you need a building. You know, everyone could use a building now and then. Shea Concrete has buildings. They have buildings. They've they partner with Easy Set Worldwide and they manufacture precast concrete buildings for multiple applications in a variety of sizes. Shea's been manufacturing precast buildings for over 17 years and no one does it better. Precast concrete buildings 
provides the most durable and long-lasting option compared to other modular building applications such as metal, wood, masonry. Shake Concrete Manufacturers delivers and installs these engineered precast concrete buildings as a true turnkey provider from initial handshake through the final installation support with a focus on cost efficiency and quality control. Each of their precast concrete buildings are pre-assembled at their factory and typically delivered and installed in one piece by their experts. Uh, you know what makes them uh, better than other buildings? They, they can uh, they can build them in the worst of weather because they do it indoors. That's unlike other, you know, wood, metal, they do it indoors, in, the, in their big plants. They build you a building. This increases productivity, lowers cost, and gives the customer a legitimate time frame of when the building will be placed on site. To learn more, simply go to shakeconcrete.com or call them up and ask for Frank or Mike. These are the experts in these buildings. They'll tell you what you need. They can tell you what sizes they can build. It's the answer. You need a building, go for a precast concrete building. Call them today or just log on to shakeconcrete.com. Learn all about their precast buildings. But joining us now, a, another uh, another um, devoted MAGA guy, at least until yesterday, uh, Kurt Schilling, hope to be, hopefully soon to be Hall of Famer Schilling. But I wanted to talk to you today, Schill, because I'm, I'm out. You know, I'm out. I feel like the Trump era was fun. It was, it was history. It was exciting. It was effective in many ways, but it's over. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like yesterday was the last day of the Trump phenomenon? Who is this clown you're talking to right now? That would be Turtle Boy, one uh, Aiden Kearney, our, our guy Turtle Boy. Oh, okay. All right. What's up, Shell? How you doing? What's going on? Do you feel like I do that yesterday was the final day of uh, of the Trump phenomenon, the final day for, for, for the MAGA people it felt like uh, a very inglorious way an ugly way to end but it felt like it ended yesterday i feel like um, and I, said, I i feel like trump 2024 died yesterday too i don't feel like he well, can i'm not even talking about that jerry because if we allow this to continue the rubber has met the road in my mind like we i i know what i saw you know what you saw i know what i saw everybody knows what they saw everybody knows what happened everybody saw Anybody today that says there's no evidence or show me proof, they're they're full of shit. They were never going to let it happen again. And as you know, they, they considered Trump evil. So whatever it took to beat him. But I don't think there was enough fraud to overturn the election. I think that's the conclusion that even the most devout MAGA people came to. But you know it's over, correct, Kurt? You know it's over. Trump has already said as much that he's uh, there will be a peaceful transition. I mean, you can't find yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I, know, I know that. Him contesting this is over. I don't know what's next. Well, what will you do? You're a Trump supporter. Will you support him in 2024? He's not. He's too old to run in 2024. They're not going to let that happen. He's going to try. I mean, they can't stop him. I mean, I think it'll be a disaster, but they can't stop him. No, no, but he's not going to run. He's but what if he does? Not, he does. What, I'm sorry? What if he does? Would you vote? Would you support him in the primary if he did? It, it, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I support a guy who kept every promise he made going into office? Why because there might be a more black, like, what if he's going against somebody like Ron DeSantis, who's young, he's basically has the same politics as Trump, but you know, can articulate it better and is more electable. You wouldn't vote for somebody like that? You know what? I've never casted my vote for a fucking electable president. I cast my vote for the person who's going to best serve the country. It's going to be fun to be part of the resistance. Let's be honest. They're going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy, not Trump crazy, but it's going to be crazy. And we're going to have some 
openings to to criticize. Well, uh, you know. well hold on, hold on. We're not because the, the the mainstream media is now officially, in my opinion, dead. There's nothing that that they're as complicit as the people that harvested ballots. They're they're as complicit as anybody in all this. The the the, the willful ignorance that they're putting on display on a daily basis makes me sick to my stomach, and. The fact that that Hunter Biden is 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 not in jail already is pathetic, and the fact that his dad is now going is potentially the president elect when he has spent forty seven years scamming the people. He's a segregationist. He's a racist. His vice president called him a segregationist. Thinks he's a racist. Yet she still accepted his nomination. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, um, it, party that would sell itself out. I mean, Jerry, do we not acknowledge that the Democratic Party sold Bernie Sanders down the river in twenty sixteen? Yeah, sure. Did I mean, it again this, they did it again this time. I, I dispute that. Bernie was lost by like uh, a million votes. Yeah, and but they 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 gave Hillary the questions before the debate, so they uh, they needed him out of the way, and they got him out of the way. And by the way, he he bowed out. Well, it, I mean, like I said, they stole it fair and square. They came up with a with a, a way to get mail-in balling passed because of coronavirus, and and it worked. It worked. I mean, we got to learn to right. Fight no, as dirty they, as they do. Coronavirus got them two things. Coronavirus got them the ability to cheat on a massive scale, which we know they did, number one. And number two, it destroyed the economy in this country. Yep. Which, and by no, the way, Trump has still done right, right, We agree then. We but agree then that, like, coronavirus, I don't disagree with you. The coronavirus is overplayed. People should be able to vote in person. I'm just explaining to you why they won is because of mail-in voting. And why aren't Republicans no, right now everything they, they can't do? Because the fraud on a massive scale. That's why they won. Kurt, before uh, before we let you go, we got to ask, January 26th, they'll be announcing the uh, <clears throat> Hall of Fame. I know you... Uh, you know, don't do a lot of campaigning. You certainly don't change the way you are to uh, you know, to win over the voters. Last year, you were close. Hopefully, you know, you'll be close again this year. Do you think it's going to happen this year? No chance. No? I think you're going to get in, Kurt. Nope. You should be in. No, but- no chance. I'm embarrassed that, I mean, that, that we're even talking about this and I'm trailing Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. <laughs> oh, they keep – like a- where where the the writers have decided to to point their moral compass is as funny as anything. I mean, I read where guys voted for a, a guy who beat his wife. They voted for uh, uh, a guy who beat an elderly man, and they voted for two guys who felt that their legacy was worth ruining other people's lives for to protect a lie. But they're going to draw a line in the sand in a T-shirt. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I'm good with that. But the fact of the matter is this, I'm not going to get in this year. And after this year, I'm not going to participate in the process anymore. I'm not going to acknowledge it. Don't care what happens next year. I'm not going to be a part of it. And I'll let it go to the veterans committee and I'll let players decide. And I can sleep at night because my, this is, I'm long past caring for myself anymore. I, 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 every year to hear them say the same lies about me over and over and over again. And no one has enough guts to fact check any of them. I mean, come on, Dan Shaughnessy's going to question my character. Are you kidding me? No, thanks. <laughs> you have a uh, latest what? tally. The, the latest tally has you at 72.4. That's close. Percent. You need 75. Obviously at 70 last year. Um, do you wonder like why people change? Like, like someone who voted against you this last year has to vote for you this year. Um, and, and obviously 
it could work the other way. Someone who voted for you last year could leave you out this year because you said something <laughs> offensive. Or again, yep. maybe it's a T-shirt, a T-shirt saying the, you know, we should we should lynch journalists, which uh, you know I I I'm 100 in favor. I support you on that one. Um, but uh, uh, what do you, when you say you're not going to participate, you're not exactly participating now, are you? No, no. I mean, I doesn't. I, I'm not going to be a part of the process next year. I, I, I've asked them. Uh, if it doesn't happen this year, I don't want to be on the ballot next year. So, and, and does that how can they? Is that how it works? If you say I don't want to be on the ballot, will they take you off? Fame is independent of Major League Baseball; they can do whatever they want. Right, right. And so you will if you don't get in, and Schilling, and if Schilling doesn't get in, and Clemens and Bonds do, you will be. I'm going to get. I mean, guess you'll be pretty disgusted because God knows we know what. No, they did. <laughs> and what you didn't do as far well, as I know. Gary, Gary, here's the thing. I'm, I'm past that point. The, the, and I say, and you know me, I, uh, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. This, this whole thing was about other people. Getting in the Hall of Fame is not about, for me anyway, it's not about the numbers I put up. Those are already done. I've, I've finished those. The, the Hall of Fame is a chance to recognize the enormous number of people that built the foundation that you stood on to get there. And, and those, you know, we're going through uh, something I wouldn't wish on anybody in the world right now with my wife. Um, and this thing crushes her and that crushes me because it does. And to hear people say things about me, I have my kids read it and know that my kids are looking at that going, wait a minute, that's not true. He, that's not who he is. But to have people in public still confront them with those things, makes me sick to my I don't want to be a part of it anymore. It is amazing. I mean, we know, we know that some voters don't vote for you because you wore a t-shirt. Uh, and we know others didn't vote for you because you're a, a collector of World War II memorabilia, another um, infamous uh, um, uh, statement from a voter who said they wouldn't vote for you because you collect World War II memorabilia. Do you ever think? Right. See, our education system, another epic fail is people on the left have been college graduates have been taught to believe that world war two means Nazi. So right. it's not a world war two collection to them. It's a Nazi collection, right. which is just laughingly ignorant, stupid because I was on the board of directors of the D-Day museum and world war two museum in new Orleans, where most of my collection resides. But apparently, and that's what I said, people, the, the media, the, the, the members that do this, that, that make these votes, they're too lazy and too, uh, and too spiteful to, to do their own work. So they just copy and paste headlines from newspaper articles that were, that were lies to begin with. And so, if you, you, know, if, you can't fight that. If you never supported um, Trump or Bush, for that matter, if you never were political, if you never had any opinions, if you just kept your head down, and you would have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. Does that seem unjust yep. to you? Does it seem what? Unjust, just wrong. I mean, the idea that what you say, what you believe has kept you out. It's the Hall of Fame. In the world that we live in, getting in and out of the Hall of Fame, there, it's not. baseball owes me nothing. Right. Absolutely nothing. So, I, you know, I, I don't feel um, disgust. There's way more relevant things in our lives in the last 10 years that, that have taken. This has become something that, and, and I think you were one of the first people I talked to about this. I four or five years ago, this was never a conversation anywhere remotely in my house until the ballot came out. I never thought about it. I'm not, a, if I had my own hall of fame, I wouldn't be in it. 
So, you know, I don't have a... You wouldn't be in Now, I dread, I dread this time of the year every year now. Dread it. I mean, what? I mean, I just feel like, with, I mean, not only does he have the numbers, he's got almost as many wins as Pedro Martinez, strikeout numbers. It's, it's, you won three titles and they were honestly some of the most dramatic and historic titles. You guys ended the Yankee dynasty in Arizona and obviously two, 2004, you, you ended the curse. And then again in 2007, like nobody had, Bill Mazeroski got into the Hall of Fame batting 260 because he had one famous hit in 1960. Yeah, but Bill Mazeroski was Roberto Alomar. He was just white. The, the, I'll tell you what the, the, the thing. The thing I will tell you, if you want me to uh, to make a case for myself, which I'm not going to, but I will tell you this: I don't believe there's a pitcher that's ever lived before, during, or ever will that could have beaten me in October. That's the only thing I carried out of my career, and and I'm okay with that. The guys that the, the next time a player that I played with or played against comes out and says that I said something or did something racist will be the first time. The players that I played with and the players that I played against, no matter what, except for maybe David Wells, they knew I played the game right. I played the game hard. I played the game fair and I played the game with respect. And so, and, and, and I think that, you know, I, and I told you this a long time ago, Jerry, my wife and I uh, had a talk in 1992 and I, I told her the two things I wanted to accomplish in my career was one, I wanted to win the Roberto Clemente award and two, I wanted to retire. And when I retired, I wanted the guys that I suited up with and the guys that I suited up against that if they had the one game and their lives depended on winning that game, that they would want me to have the ball. And I think I made inroads to the second one and I did the first one. Right. And I mean, you're considered arguably the greatest postseason pitcher ever. And I just find it ironic that uh, the people, there will be people who vote for uh, Clemens and Bonds and maybe even Manny and, and, and not you. And they'll say, oh, all that matters is they put up the numbers. It doesn't matter that they cheated or took drugs or took steroids. They put up the numbers. Well, And it's like, well, why I, is it different for Schilling? Because he has a, a political opinion? These are the same, the same people who voted Bill Conlon into the Ford Frick Hall, <laughs> Ring of the Hall of Fame. Bill Conlon, who, was, who molested members of his family. Right. And afterwards, afterwards, the, the head of the writer's came out and wrote a letter in defense of Bill Conlon saying what Bill Conlon did in his personal life had nothing to do with the kind of writer he was. Those are the same people calling my character into question. Have you ever talked That's to someone like a former teammate, like Pedro Martinez or anything like that about this? Have they voiced their opinions about you being left out? No, no, I don't ask them and I won't. I don't, I don't, the last thing, listen, I won't ever, and I won't, don't want anyone ever to politic for me, number one, because I told my litmus test, Jerry, I did this with you. You know, I, Jerry, I'm going to give you five names and I want you to tell me Hall of Fame. Uh, just say yes or no. Yes for the Hall of Fame. No. Sandy Kopech. Yes. Babe Ruth. Yes. <laughs> Lou, Lou Gehrig. Yes. Mike Mussina. Uh, That's as borderline as you get right there. No. Jerry, Jerry, stop, stop. That's my litmus test. If you have to pause for a player and consider, they're not Hall of Famers. That's my Hall of Fame. Right. So yeah, he, he's literally he's as borderline as you get, Mike. But do you do you? I know how I feel about Clemens and Bonds, and I, I, I mean they they get to keep all their awards and all their money, but they don't get a place in the Hall of Fame because they were such cheaters and they did it so brazenly. I. I, I mean, they were greedy too. I mean, they were really good before they started cheating, but they had to be, they had to have it all. 
what is your feeling about the steroid guys? What if you had to share the stage with those guys? See, here's, here's the thing. I, I've always been very adamant about it. If I, I would never cast a vote for somebody that cheated. That doesn't mean that I don't like them. I, w- I wouldn't even be in this conversation if it wasn't for Roger Clemens. I mean, uh, he, right. I was, listen, I was the last guy on that hill when he was undergoing, I was the last guy in the locker room saying, dude, he's absolutely not guilty. He didn't do X, Y, and Z. But then I watched what was obviously a guy who had done it destroy other people's lives. Brian, uh, uh, his, his strength coach. Back to me. And, and, and I, I mean, for, to defend something that we all knew. And, and, you know, it, it, people say, oh, oh, you know, they, they'll, they'll say something to me like, oh, you, you have to be a racist because Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire both cheated and you hate Bonds and you like McGuire. Well, yeah, McGuire was a nice guy and Bonds was a dick. That's why. It's nothing to do with cheating. But right. no, I wouldn't vote cheaters. And, and Pete Rose is a friend of mine. I would never cast a vote for him because he bet for his team. In my, I, There's no doubt in my mind, Jerry, that he bet for his team to win and lose as a player and as a coach. None. What about David Ortiz? Gamblers like that, they don't have a line in the sand right. that they won't I, cross. I agree. It's silly to think that he didn't. I mean, it, just voting for your team, and then the next day you don't vote. I mean, betting on your team, the next day you don't bet. You're pretty right. much giving the, the, the well, gamblers. You know. you're, managing, you're managing, and Aaron Seeley's pitching on Monday against the 1993 Blue Jays. Where are you putting your money? It's because on Tuesday, I know Pedro's pitching against the, you know, the 1978 Blue Jays. And I know where my money's going. I mean, come on. That's just stupid. It's a good question. What about David Ortiz? What's your take on? First ballot. But he. What, what about the steroids a, connection? He's all, all the time. Huh? What about the steroids connection? He's, isn't he at a <laughs> that's, that's where I get mad, Mary. That's where I get mad because people in the media are late. You've never tested positive for steroids, ever. Ever. Well, and he was in that anonymous. And read what Ma- Rob Manfred said. David Ortiz never tested positive for an illegal substance in his career ever. Well, neither did Barry Bonds. Ever. Well, but there's evidence that Barry Bonds cheated. He his head was the size of Kong. It last eight years of his career. I mean, can you argue that David Ortiz, until he when he was in Minnesota, he was nothing more than I mean, when he came here, it was like him and Jeremy Giambi were supposed to platoon. He wasn't anything special. Then he came here, and he's literally one of the greatest hitters of all time. Yeah, he 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 wasn't a bad hitter in Minnesota, but he never played. Sure, he got hurt a lot, right? A lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things happen when a guy gets playing time and he gets smarter. I mean, I never saw the physical changes in David that I saw in other guys that I know use. And not to mention, if character actually does matter, David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer. If if character does matter, Dale Murphy's in the Hall of Fame first ballot. Jim Tomey gets 100% of the vote. Sean Casey's in if character matters. It only matters when it matters to the person that's casting. Right. It's it's a factor. It's not a deciding factor, but it's a factor. Unfortunately, you know, if you were an outspoken Obama supporter or Biden supporter, you'd be if I said Donald Trump was a horrifically rabid, ranted piece of dog shit, <laughs> I would have probably gotten 90% of the vote four years ago. No question. No question. And, you know, some of the writers were... I, I know you got to go, but I'll tell you this. The, 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 the day I killed my Hall of Fame chances was uh, 
the day I said, vote Bush on Good Morning America. That is true. That that hurt. But and then again, you could have turned around and said, you know, I hate Trump and you'd be in there, too. And that's that's always that's the big. True. Yeah, that's the deciding factor in a lot of things in life. If you hate Trump, you're OK. With media. I, posted, I posted a picture of a T-shirt. If I put a black mask on and burned an American flag at an Antifa rally, I would have got in. <laughs> hey, there's still time. You know, once you get out there and do it, you're still, there's still time. But uh, good luck this year, January 26th. We find Thanks. out we'll be rooting for you. And if you don't get in, you're done. You're washing your hands of the whole process. We'll be uh, uh, here. I'll be interested to see how that all unfolds. We're in the moving and disconnecting from the world. So, all right. Give our best to your wife, Shonda. I know she's going through. You guys are all both going through a tough time, but uh, we wish you the best, my friend. And uh, good luck uh, with the Hall of Fame, which is not nearly as important. But again, uh, would lo- I'd love to see you get in. I'd love to just see you up on stage. That'd be such great theater in, in Cooperstown in July. Oh, I'd love to see you wear it. If, sure if, if you sure get in, can, can you wear a MAGA hat if you get in? <laughs> think, you think I won't? I, I think you will. <laughs> well, now he's never getting in. But all right, all right, Kurt. Thanks. Uh, we will talk to you again soon. And, right. uh, and best of luck. I I mean, even if you don't like the guy, wouldn't you root for him just because it would be great theater? We would. We talked about this the other day a little bit. There's a new voter. Uh, guys get the ballot for the first time ten years in the baseball writers, and he's leaving it blank because he doesn't like any of the whatever the candidates and John Heyman said that was courageous to leave it blank, a blank ballot. It counts, so it hurts everybody who's running, who's on the ballot. You know, it's a, a blank ballot. He's not voting for anybody. But there's a chance that nobody gets in, <laughs> right? Who else? Who is, who is the major players on the ballot this time around? I mean, the favorites are, are I believe, Clemens, and I'm looking at it right now, Clemens and uh, and uh, Bonds. No, who's the new ones? Who's who, who's new this year? Anybody? Uh, new ones is uh, Jeff Kent. No, no, that's not. Uh, he's old. That's not. He's old. I got it right here. Let me look. Uh, I don't know. The, we're looking at the favorites. Okay, Clemens, Bonds, Schilling, uh, Todd Helton. He's not getting in. Um, not getting in. Um, uh, Manny Ramirez. He's not getting in. Good. I never want to see him get in. Bobby Abreu, Todd Hilton. You know, there was a chance there. Gary Sheffield. Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. There is a chance that nobody gets in. But wouldn't it be awesome if the only one who got in was Schilling, or if it was Schilling, oh, yeah. Clemens, and Bonds. <laughs> this is the weakest first-year class I've ever seen. Like Barry Zito, Tory Hunter, Mark Burley, Tim Hudson. None of those guys are getting in. So right, right. that was the perfect. This is the perfect year for the steroid guys and Schilling, who, by the way, is leading the vote getting right now. He no. might. I think he's the only one that gets in. But see, I think it, it is. There, there are a number of people. And we know Schilling would be in. It'd be a lock. It'd be a first ballot if he did. If he hated. Trump hated Bush. If he didn't, it wasn't political at all. And the, I, but the thing that bugs me the most is when they say, you know, he's a terrible guy or a terrible person or whatever. And I go, what, do you know how much this guy does for charity? I mean, the, the, the things he's done, I, I first met him. He was a, 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 a volunteer for an ALS charity in Philadelphia and he was tireless. I mean, he was meeting with the people with ALS and he was doing appearances and events and I'm thinking he's got a family member at ALS. He didn't. He just met a guy with ALS one time and decided to dive all in, which is what he does. 
he's done a lot and and it's a brutal thing to do because there's no cure and when you get connected attached to these people you you literally watch them die he was doing that just out of you know for charity and it was i've seen him do a lot for for you know for charity for the jimmy fund for a number of causes and i have to sit around and listen to writers who haven't done crap sit there and say he's a terrible guy here's the sporting news guy saying off the field for shilling let's just say that if the voters treated the way treated shilling the way he treated pretty much anyone who dares to disagree with him he wouldn't be anywhere near the 75%. It's not the politics. I love when they say this. It's not his politics, but the reprehensible way he treats people with utter unrestrained and unabashed contempt. I mean, he didn't, we, he didn't like me at first when we got on there. So <laughs> yeah, but that's not the same disagreement. Ryan, Ryan Fagan from sporting news, who I guarantee doesn't know Schilling has had very little uh, interaction with him, but he says he treats everyone with utter contempt. He disagrees. He vehemently disagrees with people, but I've seen him, you know, do something. It's just like, stop things. taking people like Kurt Schilling so seriously. When I, I mean, what he was saying today was ridiculous. Some of the things that he was saying, it was absurd about like, so, you know, so, so you keep, so that he thinks the Democrats cheated in the election and you know, that he didn't really get 80 million votes. Yeah, okay. Sure. Best, okay. Yeah. So the best postseason pitcher ever can't be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's like just like oh yeah, okay, Kurt, sure thing. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, sure. Just like who cares? Like he's he's an awesome pitcher. He's a legendary pitcher. Just put him in. Who cares? <sighs> I know it'd be great. It'd be great. And what happens if no one gets in? Do they have even have a ceremony? <laughs> well, it's a good year for it, I guess. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, I, yeah. last year, obviously, because of COVID, maybe COVID will still give him an excuse. But it would be awesome if he. And any you know, he and Bonds get in together. <laughs> they both have to stand up there on stage and make a speech. That would be a lot of fun. But anyway, I totally get where he's coming. I mean, listen, going through what he and his family are going through health wise, that alone you could not give a shit. But think of like, you know, ten years of just every fucking year the same goddamn thing while you're dealing with this. It's like, see you later. I don't give a shit. And he has to listen Unreal. to people, and it was, I believe, the late Mike Shalen, who was a friend of mine, but he and we argued about it on the air, said he wouldn't vote for Schilling because he collected World War II memorabilia. And I went, what? Yeah, he has some stuff from the Nazis. I said, yeah, he has some stuff from the British, too, and from the Americans and from the Japanese, too. He's got a, a big collection of World War II memorabilia, which he donated to a World War II museum in New Orleans. And I'm going, that's why you can't be in the Hall of Fame? Because <laughs> you collect World War II stuff? And then there are other people who just, um, uh, Shaughnessy said, I don't like him. I'm keeping him out because he wore a T-shirt that had a, a noose and a writer, a journalist, and said some assembly required. It's a joke, an anti-journalist joke. Yeah. And the journalist, I mean, you could joke about, you know, lawyers. I mean, you could joke about dentists and but you, and, and, and cab drivers. You can make jokes about them, but you can't make a joke about a journalist or else they'll keep you out of the hall of fame. It's just so absurd. I know I admit I like him, but even if you don't like him, you have to admit that's absurd to keep him out of the hall of fame because he collects world war two memorabilia or he doesn't like journalists or he thinks, you know, the election was rigged, whatever those, that, that, that shouldn't be the barometer that that shouldn't, those shouldn't be factors. And mm -hmm. it will be pretty incredible if guys who took steroids and cheated and broke records get in. And the guy who doesn't like journalists is kept out. But we'll see what happens. January 26th is the big announcement. They're tracking it. You know, they've got these guys who track the votes in real time. And he's at 72% right now. Last year, just before they counted the ballots, he was at 77. So it, 
it, it, it could be off by a few percentage points, and it's probably not looking good for Kurt right now. But good luck to him and good luck to his wife, Shonda. <sighs> All right. Turtle Boy, thanks, bud. I know uh, you got some blogging to do. I do. It's a big day, a wild day. Um, I'm glad we uh, I'm glad we could uh, react together because, man, I feel like we're in the middle of history. Doesn't it feel like you're, yesterday was a day that you'll talk about and remember and think about forever? You're not going to have a choice. The media will <laughs> never let you stop seeing what happened yesterday, ever. That's true. We've just begun. There'll be books and magazine covers and, you know, year-end award things, and it'll all be about yesterday, the day, the like, MAGA. The Tiki Torch guys in Charlottesville have yeah. nothing on the, on the pictures you're about to see for the next four years going forward. Good point. The good point. Uh, Charlottesville was, no. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Charlottesville will never be forgotten either, but this was big, and this has better video and better photographs so get ready you're going to hear and read about it forever but uh anyway it was one <laughs> you're going to hear about hopefully we'll find out today that viking man and you're saying the guy in the next to viking man with the tattoo is a gamer that's a gamer. yeah that's a video Kurt's like uh, like the right wing thing is like did you see the commie thing on the sand that was debunked immediately by conservatives like that guy ian chong on twitter is like yeah that's actually a video game tattoo he showed it it's like the guy's a gamer that's, 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 the basement that's almost as bad. He got a tattoo of a gamer. I mean, it's really <laughs> embarrassing. It's like that Trump's last hope. That's what he was hoping for. Like that. Oh, man. It's right. And I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, I'm going to look at the bright side. We're done. We're done with them. We're done with, with MAGA. We're done with everything. We're done with the election. We're moving on. All right, Turtle Boy, thanks, bud. Have a good, uh, thanks for having have me. A good weekend. And thanks to uh, uh, Shea Concrete. Now they're paving a DCU. Thanks to Kurt Schilling. And thanks to uh, everybody for listening. Rating, review, and especially subscribing. Uh, I know we didn't get to a lot of things today, uh, Colin A, but whatever. It was a crazy day. It's been a crazy week, and uh, we will uh, we'll have this up soon. Not that we, not by the way, before we go, not that we give a shit about New York per, that much, but New York's going to get gambling, and Cuomo's screwing that one up. Have you That's seen true. that? It's, it's uh, like, yes, and it's amazing. It's a, a huge like, deal. It's a like free money, although. I will give Cuomo credit. I don't like to give him credit for anything. He's decided against going to the Bills game. He will not be attending the Bills game. He's going to give his ticket to a nurse. He's such a a generous guy. I think he had enough threats for people saying that they were going to dump their beer on his head. And and they were certainly going to chant and they were going to, I mean, these are, these are, you know, hardworking people. These are people who've seen the damage Cuomo's done to the economy and to the restaurant industry and the bar industry, and they were not going to welcome him with open arms to Buffalo. He made the right move. He's staying home. 6,700 diehard Bills fans will be there for the game to root on their team, and I'll be with them in spirit. I'll be watching it, and I'm, I've decided I'm rooting for the Bills to, to go all the way. I don't know about you, but... I'm uh, I'm a Bills I'm a Bills guy I'm a I'm oh, part of the you got you got to back you got to back Brady you got us we want to okay. see them. yeah how about Bills Bucks Super Bowl wouldn't that be a lot of fun <laughs> that'd be fun sure we got a lot of football to watch this weekend and uh, anyway that will do it for today I'm Jerry Callahan this is the Callahan podcast and we will talk to you again soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done. 
all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM.